to ask, were you thinking about cursing in it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I mean, I don't see any reason. We'll just mark it explicit. You're listening to the Let's Game podcast with your hosts, Oscar and Ryland. As a reminder, like and follow the Let's Game podcast. Now let's get on with the show. All right, so, yeah, what we don't, what, let's just roll with it. Okay, so welcome to, we don't have a name for this podcast yet. Um, so what we're trying to do here with this podcast is talk about some games that we have played that we love, and I think that's pretty much what this podcast will be about. My name is Oscar. And I'm Ryland. And uh, this podcast, yeah, we don't have a name for it yet. We're going to figure that out later. This is like our test episode. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk some games that we have played, that we love, that we are, you know, huge fans of. And we're starting off the first episode with Halo Combat Evolved, or Halo 1, is I think it's more commonly known. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, episode 1, Halo Combat Evolved, released November 15th, 2001, originally on the Xbox console. It later came to Windows in 2003, Mac in 2004, and of course onto the 360, when the 360 released in 2007. Is that right? Or is the 360 in 2005? I think the 360 was 2005, but... So it, came out, it just came out way later. Okay. That makes more sense, because I was looking at 2007. I was like, I don't know... I don't know if 2007 was the year. I can't. Obviously, I cannot remember 2007. That's for damn sure. Um, I try not to. 2005. Yeah, I feel like it was 2005 when that when the console came out. Anyways, at the time, Billboard number one, Mary J. Blige's "Family Affair." I can say for certain, I've never heard the song in my life. Have you? Nope. Yeah, I didn't. Think but so I also either. live under a rock when it comes to music. So. <laughs> um, so going over what. Uh, Halo is let's I mean it's a first person shooter uh, probably Microsoft slash Bungie's most successful brand uh, I mean of it's one of the most popular video games in the world I would say easily uh, and it was the launch title for the original Xbox we'll come back to that uh, a little bit later on because there's actually some fun facts about it being the launch title for the original Xbox uh, but development for the game began in 1997. It was initially a real-time strategy, changed to a third-person shooter before finally settling in as a first-person shooter. Uh, Bungie intended it to be a successor to their titles Marathon and Marathon 2 Durandal. And uh, Marathon 2 actually was brought to the 360 in 2007. And uh, both titles found their way to the iOS device, which is so strange to me. Like, I feel like... I feel like phone gaming in, like, maybe it's because it's 2022, but, like, I feel like phone gaming is so gone. Like, I feel like nobody plays games on their phone anymore. Oh, whoops. I play do games you, on my phone all the what time. Do, what do you play on your phone? <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm still playing Pokemon Go. Oh, okay. Well, Pokemon Go is, like, I guess that's different because it's, like, it's a game that was made directly for phones. Um, if that makes yeah, sense. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I, I've still got Plague Inc. because I guess the last two years haven't been plaguing. <laughs> yeah, enough. And then just the uh, occasional, oh, look, here's an ad. Yeah, I'll, I'm bored. I'll, I'll give that a whirl. Why not? 
Uh, so both of the games are somewhat similar in their concept to Halo. Uh, you know, like the the story, the the setting of it. Uh, obviously, quite different given it was like 1997 or before. I think it was actually like 1994 when the first one came out. Um, so I, you know, t- researching Halo in general, there's a lot. Uh, we I use primarily Wikipedia and like the Halo Combat Evolved, like Halo fan wiki. Uh, excellent resources. If you're a Halo fan, you should absolutely be on those because I learned so much stuff about this game that I've played a lot of uh, just by going on this website. So definitely check that out. Um, Halo. Borrow- I'll just awkwardly be the the encyclopedia. Yeah, like you, of, you of definitely that. know so much more about Halo than I do. Um, but like, yeah, we'll get to that probably when uh, we go into like some of the personal aspects of it. Um, it so I've seen uh, it borrows a lot of heavily from the ring world of Larry Niven and the culture uh, orbitals of I think that's Ian, Ian M. Banks. Um, some books that were released, I think it was like 1970 when Ringworld was released. Um, it, it honestly, like the, f- the front page of that Ringworld book is like, it looks exactly like Halo. It's so funny. I looked up a picture of it today and it's like, it's, it's a Halo. It's crazy. Um, so it's not like, I would assume it's not a direct ripoff. Cause I mean, I haven't read the book, but it's just strange to me that. I'm surprised the- I haven't read the book actually. Really? Okay. Well, there you go. You know, you got some reading material. Um, I didn't look too far into culture uh, orbitals just because it doesn't really have like much on its wiki. Like it has like an extensive Wikipedia page, but it doesn't have like any images or anything. Um, and I didn't really get into the synopsis of it. Um, and uh, can, carrying on here, I mean, if, is there anything you want to add right now uh, about the books that I have not read? No, no, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna speak that much. Um, Okay, Halo, so uh, we had the Anniversary Edition came out. I remember <clears throat> when this came out. I think you bought... I remember, like... I feel like we played it, like, day one when it released. Uh, uh, the Anniversary Edition. With the exception of Halo 1 and Halo 2, I think I played every other Halo day one. Right. I have since. I was saying <clears throat> about the Anniversary Edition that came out in 2011. Uh, um, yeah. No, I think I we think played that day like, one. Yeah, I think we played that day one. Like, I remember... I feel like I remember coming over to your house and we were playing it. Um, maybe it was a couple days after or something. Cause like, that's when like games weirdly released on like a Tuesday. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, because I was always at the midnight release on Monday night <laughs> and somehow still making it to class <laughs> the next day. Yeah, I would not. Um, so yeah, uh, it featured some improved graphics, smoother gameplay and that back button toggle for the refined and original versions. I think that was like the best part of it was being able to flip back and forth and now like we have the master chief collection today and i feel like most of the time i just play on the original because it's just it's uh, complete nostalgia yeah yeah like i just yeah, go back to the original like yeah like let me hear this like especially halo 2 even though like those visuals are great but like yeah you gotta go to the original um well it helps that all of my my custom skins are uh are only on the original viewing when you play uh like like the anniversary it doesn't show all your weapon skins and your vehicle skins so i'm like all right well i want to see those so i did not know that yep wow yeah i didn't even know there was like that many skins like that's for the master chief collection though right 
That is for the Master Chief Collection, okay. yes. That makes sense. Okay, uh, moving on to, and this is what probably was in, most interesting to me, is I found a uh, quote from Ed Fries, who was the vice president of game publishing during most of the original Xbox's life cycle. Um, he talked about the just before uh, Xbox's launch. So I, I have this quote here. Uh, Ed Fries described the period before Xbox's launch as chaotic. You've got to imagine this environment of panic combined with adrenaline, but money's mostly no object at the same time. So we were spending lots of it trying to do all this crazy stuff. After several planned video game tie-ins to Steven Spielberg's film AI Artificial Intelligence were scrapped, it became clear that Halo had to service the tentpole title for Xbox, a role which the game was never intended to fill. So I thought that was super interesting because, I mean, I was, we were, what, six when Halo first came out? I, oh, I know I do was six. To, do we have to age ourselves like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was well, six. it was 20 years ago, 20 nearly 22 years ago or 21 years uh, ago yeah, 20, um, 21 uh and yeah like i never thought anything of like this game came with the console even though when we bought an xbox we did not get a game with the con actually we did we it was sega gt 2002 and and uh chet said radio future but yeah, absolutely i was <laughs> uh i was definitely late to the xbox race to say that yeah, Certainly. I think I got. I think I got my original three. Uh, sorry, my original three sixty. My original Xbox in two thousand six, and I got a two thousand six two thousand seven. So you, were, so I was playing Halo long before you were playing Halo. Uh, yeah. Wow. You okay, you were indeed. Wow. Because I think we had a. I think I was seven when we got an Xbox. Well, I think, I think I got my. I guess I had a PS1, but I got, like, my PS2, which I was actually playing, like, I don't know, 2004, 2005. Like, it was, it felt like it was a while after release. So, I was, I was pretty late to the video game scene. Right. Yeah, that's uh, actually surprising. I didn't know you, you didn't have the Xbox until, like, 2006. That's kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah. So, what's interesting there is that they were trying to make a video game for, uh, a Steven Spielberg film. And I mean, I think in history of video games tying into movies, we've had such bad ones. Like I think the ET game comes into play. I th- that's uh, I don't know what game you're talking about. Oh, you don't know about the ET game? Okay. Oh, no, e- this is me trying to pretend that it never. Oh, happened. okay. <laughs> did you play it? Uh, I did not. Oh my God. Mostly it's... because my copy was probably buried in some desert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a wild story. That's, that's another whole podcast talking about that. But, uh, yeah, like just having, uh, trying to base a video game to launch and launch a console with off of a movie is interesting to say the least and probably would have hurt sales quite a bit, I think in retrospect. Uh, yeah, that that was an interesting portion to, to, to learn that they were not like Halo was not even on their radar originally to launch the Xbox with it was a different game for based on a movie yeah uh, yeah I guess I'm going to agree with you uh, historically you get your games that are based off movies and they don't do well and funnily enough vice versa as well 
Yeah, but like, let's be real. <laughs> Games based off of the Olympics are the fucking shit. <laughs> uh, we have played so oh. many of those. <laughs> oh my god, have we really? <laughs> yeah, thank you, Vancouver <laughs> 2010. Remember those ones? Oh, I don't. I must have. They're I must so have bad. erased that from memory. They're so bad, but oh man, you'd remember. You'd remember played it in the basement. Um, you don't remember that? Oh, dude, I, I must have blanked that out. Oh, man, it was like, the they're so bad. They're always the worst games. <laughs> I don't remember them being good, I'll tell you that oh, much. Oh, yeah, they are not good, but they were the best. They were the best at being fucking bad. Um, so, okay, so let's move on to defining Halo. So, like, I'll let you go here. Like, what the, you, you think of Halo, what do you first think of? Uh, well, being a damn badass, um, I think of like, just like, like that is like the, the game for me. Um, <clears throat> just being able to play as, uh, well, I guess leaning into the power fantasy, just being like this giant soldier that is just taking on entire armies was, uh, was a lot of fun. And it's just been one of those games that's held up. Like, I mean, like we were talking about how it came out 21 years ago. I was playing it last night. Yeah. Like, like it's, it like holds the, up so well. The game is so, so good. And I've had this conversation with, with other people, but it, I think Halo as a franchise even is the perfect game. Um, and I don't mean that in the sense that it's just like everything is just like, exactly what you want but it has something for everyone where i mean like how many hours have we sunk in the last oh how long have i known you 15 years yeah pretty much i think 2007 how, yeah that makes that's sense. what i was thinking yep so so i mean like, like you want to you want a good story it's got a decent story it's not perfect especially in the later games but there's a decent enough story you want a challenge you bump up that difficulty you just want to shoot some aliens, you can play campaign, or you can play firefight. Um, you want to have competitive multiplayer or casual multiplayer? It's got that, too. You want to play couch co-op? It's there. You want to be able to just have fun and be stupid? I mean, I play with my wife constantly, and we end up in laughing fits just due to how, how silly it gets. And we also play... Um, competitively now as well. She's gotten into the multiplayer, so she's kicking ass. Um, I, it's it's just everything I want in a game, and it's with the release of Infinite, I'm just I'm there for the ride, and I'm happy to stay on. Right. Um, I and even j- just as you were talking about that, I was thinking like we've lost in probably the last, let's say five to six years we've lost a lot of aspects of what makes like gaming fun in a group and i think a lot of things have moved to like the online platform and which is which is true like like gaming has become a very social aspect and i think like xbox and microsoft have really leaned into that making it a very social aspect but we've lost that like couch co-op ability with so many games um, we've lost that ability to like actually sit down and just be like, I think the the best way I can describe it is like everybody comes over to play this game. And that was Halo for me when I was a kid. Everybody would come over from the neighborhood. And, like we would do our 4v4 games and everybody would get mad at me because I could snipe with a pistol. 
from across the map. Yeah. <laughs> like, those were the days of Halo. And, like, I remember, like, lore of, like, like folk tales of, like, somebody in our town beat an elite to death on Legendary. <laughs> and he was the coolest kid because he did well, that. Because <laughs> nobody else I, I could do that. I don't think I uh, that I had that. I mean, like, so like we said, like we we met in two thousand seven. I think before that, or even during that as well, you and I were really the only two uh, big gamers in in school. So yeah. gotta love small towns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, like it, it, there wasn't much conversation between. Oh, did you hear that so and so did this? It's oh yeah, no that that was that was Oscar or that was Ryland. That, yeah, that, and we're talking to each other. Yeah, it wasn't exactly a whole lot of of uh, sharing going around, but I suppose like like, like we even did land, uh, we did land parties as well, didn't we? I mean, like we had. I remember having two of the TVs set up, two Xboxes, playing eight player LAN as well, and I think that we would do like capture the flag on Blood Gulch. Yeah, I don't. Just I don't leaning was, into was I involved the, uh, in those ones, or were you guys doing it with other people? I think like, you were involved. I mean, I, pro- like, you know, I probably was. I'm I'm sure at, at one of the thousand times that you were overplaying Halo, <laughs> we probably did that. I always remember Modern Warfare, but that's like a whole there. There's a whole uh, there's a whole other podcast too. We've got so much stuff we could talk about. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so coming back to defining the game, like we talked about personal connections there a little bit, which we'll I think we'll dive into a little bit further later on in the podcast. But defining the game, I I had some stuff that I I wrote down audio, um, like iconic, like the Gregorian chant of Halo is I, like you hear that music, you you know what's Halo. That that might be the the sound of video games for me, and I yeah. mean even all the uh, all the extra stuff that they put into the game as well. Um, I mean, you know, but I, I always buy the the Halo Edition Xbox or whatever comes out. So I've had like the, the power buttons be the the armor recharging from Reach and and the armor breaking, and it's like, yep, nope. Uh, that that sound is pretty iconic to me. Yeah, and just just I mean like like, like the warthog, it sounds perfect. Yeah, oh exactly yeah, everything in a car, everything. It's just like every aspect of audio. I like when I we were talking before we started recording here about that uh, that E three two thousand trailer, and <laughs> like that is hilarious to look back on. I mean it's it's twenty plus years old now, but they had so many things right even in that one like a year before they they, released the game they did keep most of the audio i mean i think that the only thing that they really shook was uh was chief's voice chief's voice changed and i think the the elites changed a bit like they changed up their the way they talked because they were very quiet they They were actually like really subdued in that (laughs) and by the time the game actually came out they were the (laughs) the I can't make Darius the noise myself. Yeah, I can't make yeah, the noise uh, myself. But wart, wart, wart. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, like the audio of the game, the way the grunts were like these high pitched, annoying little creatures that were cowards. Um, you know, 
the weaponry, I think, is another one we I like I wrote down to touch on is like every gun was like unique. Like you had the assault rifle, you had the pistol uh, with the scope on it, you had the sniper rifle that that comes back to audio too. every single weapon sounded unique and you would recognize it. Um, and then you have uh, all of the all covenant guns. Now. Yeah, you have all the covenant guns, too. Like um, another thing for that E three two thousand trailer, wraiths, ghosts, they were in there. They that Andrews. didn't really. The only <clears throat> the only actually weird thing from that E three two thousand trailer is the um, is those like random creatures on the planet that you don't interact with. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, those were those were cut due to to budgeting. Okay, were they actually have like supposed to have any? Because I guess we got well, this later on. They they did want to have a living, breathing environment and have like more of an open world originally, um, where you could actually explore and you know like, interact with the environment because like, you have these these creatures. But uh, yeah, they had to uh, they had to do some cuts. That makes but, sense. Yeah, I mean, and I guess we got those a little later, later games on. We got them. Yeah, we got them back, and they were. They didn't have any bearing on the game, but they were just there. But it made it seem like it was like you're in some place and the game's not built around you. It's built around the environment the you're in. Yeah. Um, presentation. The the cutscenes of the game were... Love them. Yeah, every single one. Like, I can remember the first, the first exposure I ever had to Halo. Um, and also, we're going to... I'm going to put in the links for this episode uh the e3 2000 trailer that's about 10 minutes long but definitely worth the watch and what i remember is my first exposure to sergeant johnson i guess i should talk about the character we should talk about the characters too um at some point here but sergeant johnson's little have you seen like the demo like the the official xbox magazine demo like when he talks i think so yeah i'm sure i have at some point like uh Oh, I can't I can't remember exactly what he says, but it's like Sergeant Johnson's Halo pitch. <laughs> he's like he's like, go out and buy one or like, hell, buy two. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that one. Yeah. yeah, that one. That's that's but uh, was um, what's the fourth level in in Halo Combat Evolved called? Silent Cartographer. Oh, I was going to say like the one specific level. Well, there's uh, I think about nine or ten levels. So no, the, no yeah, the fourth level, Silent Cartographer. I think was the it was the demo level. So that was like yes, the first exposure I had to Halo was Silent Cartographer, and that level is still unreal. Like it's just like going through, going down into it. I mean, yeah, the Warthog hack where you could drive it through. Um, yeah. Done that once or twice. Oh yeah. Um Yeah, so both graphically and creatively, like the game was just phenomenal. It's a well written story. Um really you only have like one I would say like technically bad level. And people <laughs> people want to say it's bad, but people just don't like the library. <laughs> I I don't know if it's techni- technically bad. I think it's just the most unforgiving thing ever. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Hell, I agree. I'm still working on the achievement for for not dying while going through it oh on heroic God. or legendary, but uh, that's that's something else. Yeah, <laughs> everybody just hated that that level. 
the I, I think it might just be like like a hatred of the flood as well. So. It probably is because the <clears> flood <throat> was the flood was super unforgiving in that game too. They um, haven't gotten much better. <laughs> then no, they have not. Um, and then just talk like I guess we should we should get into some characters. So I said Master Chief may be the single most Gosh. iconic gaming character in history. Like he's up there with like Mario and Luigi. I put Sam Fisher, Solid Snake, as like iconic. Uh, you know, video game characters that have had long runs. Um, uh, hmm. I guess I'd probably throw Samus on that. Okay, you have to explain what Samus is. I don't know. Uh, what? Like Metroid? No, I've never even played it. The- <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold, okay, hold on. I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. Like, like you've heard of Metroid at least. I, right? I've heard of Metroid. I've haven't heard of like I've. I think I've seen like Samus one, like the name before, but I've never like played it or like paid attention to it. Wow. Okay. This. Okay. This one kind of hurt a little bit, actually. Well. It, it, okay. Now forgive me. I've spent most of my life playing friggin' sports video games, so okay. that's a big problem. No, I, most of my time well, gets that's dedicated a, to that's those. That's a different apology that I'm going to have to give you, <laughs> or you're going to have to give me. <laughs> and the audience, everybody listening. Um, yeah, unfortunately, most of the time I am a sports gamer, <laughs> and those are pretty much garbage now. So um, definitely got to yeah, expand had a, the old we've horizons. We've had some good uh, conversations about that. Oh, yeah. Um, but expanding into the characters of Halo, I would say Master Chief, like Cortana, like their connection is, you talk about a relationship between two characters in a video game. Is there any that's deeper? You know, I want to say yes, but right now my mind is just blank, which doesn't really help. Uh, hmm. Only because uh, shooters were my bread and butter i might have to go with dom and marcus from gears but true, uh true. i don't think that that lasted as long as a uh, chief and cortana as chief and cortana has yeah like <clears throat> such a such a unique uh like relationship between the two and that's even extending into it's extended through every game pretty much that chief has been in and it's extended into like it looks like it's extending into the tv series which i think we'll touch on towards the end here um have you yeah you've i'm assuming you've watched the first episode right uh day one okay yeah, yeah make makes sense i figured um <laughs> i didn't think you would just be like yeah i haven't got around to it yet <laughs> no, um no i was yeah. uh, i was doing my damnedest to make sure i could get paramount on my xbox but turns out in canada you don't get paramount plus on uh on console no so no, i look at my laptop a, we have like yeah it's on laptops we have it on our chromecast that's the way we watch yeah. all that stuff um but okay, so let's. I mean, Serge Johnson was like uh, a cult favorite character just because of all of his lines. Johnson's great, and I, I considering that Aliens is one of my favorite movies of all time. The the fact that they basically ripped Sergeant Apom, 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 sorry, out of uh, out of Aliens to create Johnson was uh, was just that much not that much better, right. And I didn't even, I feel like I've maybe seen, have I seen Aliens? It's, uh... Is Aliens different? I'm assuming that's different from Alien, right? Yeah, it's a sequel. So it's a action oh, okay. one where they send the Marines in, and it's like, okay, well, this movie is, is Halo in the 80s. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know you if got, I've seen your... it. I would have seen it when I was very young, most likely. 
<laughs> when you weren't supposed to, yeah. Probably I when I was not supposed to, but that was my dad. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, who else do we have in here? Captain Keys? Um, uh, well, we got, yeah, you said Chief and Cortana. We got Johnson. Well, how could we forget our favorite little companion, Spark? Oh, fuck Spark. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Just he's so annoying. Like that whole library. This I feel like this is the main reason why everybody hates the library. Is like you have to listen to Spark, Spark the whole time. Everybody hate all the homies hate Spark. Um, I mean he's already guilty. Come on. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Right in the title. Yep. Um, yeah, he's. That's another one. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything I'm, else. Because, like, the first game, we didn't get, like, we didn't get Arbiter. Um, I was just going to say, I mean, that, that might be it from the first game. Yeah, I mean, cool. unless you want to start dipping into the uh, the smaller characters, like Faux Hammer. Fan favorite. Oh, Faux Hammer, me, yep, yep. Definitely. Does she go in the first game? Yeah. Yeah, she crashes at the end. A cra- oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, I was trying to think, because that... Where she goes under that like bridge. You're on top of the bridge, and then she flies underneath, and that's it. Yeah, and for some reason, down. there's like a giant hole in the ship where it's just like, oh wow, there's like a random bridge that you can just fly. Yeah, right. Because um, <laughs> I always confuse that because that's the last level, right? That's the final mission. Yeah. Okay, I always confuse that one with like that Halo Two mission with the Scarab. Oh, Metropolis. Metropolis, yeah. Because like I always confuse that because it's like it almost looks similar, like the the like the dusty golden gray of it all, like that. Oh, I see what you're saying. That outside yeah. and then the bridge, yeah. Like it always, I always get like, is that Halo Two? Does she die in Halo Two? Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, full hammer. You've got like so so many little things about the characters in the game. I mean, like just generalizing, like all the little lines. I think I saw something that there's over eight thousand lines of dialogue in the first Halo game uh, that were all like, and a lot of them were just like randomly, like they randomly prompt. So like you have so much like stuff from the the grunts that <laughs> like you kill the elite and they just dip. <laughs> They're just like yeah, we're out of uh, here. Like ah, they just no, run thank away. you. Um, the grunts sleeping. Uh, just all the little things of the game that make it so unique, so special, and so much fun. Because it's not like it's just like a okay, walk through this level and kill a bunch of things and then go to the end, right? You're not playing cutscene to cutscene. G- generic shooter number six. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, moving on to some marketing stuff. This was something I actually pulled up this morning just before we started. Uh, have you heard? Yeah, I'm assuming you've heard of the Cortana letters. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is something <laughs> I just figured it, or I just learned about like an hour ago. Um, so a series of cryptic emails from Cortana at Bungie.com sent to a very prominent marathon site before the release of the game. Um, but they seem to like, I guess the, the overarching thing is they're not really canon. They really didn't do anything. Uh, but they were, um, a small, they were a small glimpse offered into the Halo trilogy plot. And they were supposedly authored by former Bungie employee, Nathan Bittner. Uh, have you heard anything else besides like, this isn't canon on these things? Uh, I don't think I have. It's, uh, the, the, a lot of the online uh, marketing I actually missed um, for for most of the games, just because. Um, <clears throat> well, at that point in time, 
I was definitely too young to be to be getting into that. And just the 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 online hunting around, like the I love bees um, hunt, has just never really been up my alley. Um, even with with Halo Five, with Hunt the Truth, um, I I didn't really do much of that. I just sort of followed along and went, "Oh, that's a really cool trailer." Anyway, I'll uh, I'll enjoy it when 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 all when the other <laughs> smarter nerds than me figure it out, and oh, I can just yeah. I can just jump on and go, "Oh, that's what it is." Okay, cool. Yeah, like, man, I would love to talk to Nathan Bittner about that. That would be something. If the if the podcast ever takes off and we get somewhere with it, and we can actually interview people, that'd be so much fun. Um, that'd be cool, yeah. Because like, I wonder what like because those emails came out in like two thousand, so they were well before the game came out. Uh, but talking to him about that would be so cool. Like, hey, what 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 was the idea behind it? Did it lead anywhere? Did anybody actually like catch on to what was going on? Uh, definitely questions to be asked about that. Um, well, they, they definitely went all out with their marketing. I mean, hell, they, they had their their first book come out, uh, I think it was a month before the game, just so that people could start to uh, understand what the game was before and just put that, that extra amount of effort in to, to really sell the game. That makes I sense. think it worked. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it looks like the Cortana letters weren't very much canon. They apparently do get referenced in... in uh, in Halo 3, but uh, the material of the letters is only to be considered canon when used in current Halo material. <laughs> only in current material, alright. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. Um, so, reception, I think, uh, I mean, looking at some of the scores that the game was given upon release, uh, it was like 10 out of 10 scores, Metacritic gave it 97 out of 100, I feel like that was on the cover art of the game. Like when you bought the game, it was like 97 out of 100. And I think the only game that came closer or ever beat it was Chaos Theory. Uh, I'm not sure. I think you're going to be you're going to be the Splinter Cell guy here. Yeah, when we, we, oh, we'll talk about Splinter Cell. But <laughs> <laughs> which will just be a 25-minute rant on my part. But uh, yeah. um <laughs> um I think Chaos Theory got a 99 out of 100. And I, I think I've told you that story of the, de- the lead developer, Clint Hawking, like losing his mind that they got 99 out of 100 or 9.9, I think it was. 9.9 out of 10. Um, yeah, I was going to say 9.9 out of uh, out of 100 probably isn't that great either. <laughs> That's most modern Splinter Cell games. Um, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, pretty. it was positively favored by pretty much any site that reviewed the game i think obviously the the ratings a little bit dropped off when they like released the pc and mac versions of the game uh but that just was apparently due to glitches um so yeah it was it was well received upon release it i think it sold something like five million units in its first couple years by maybe by 2006 it was five million or eight million i can't remember which uh that's something i didn't actually write down but it's certainly on the wikipedia <laughs> sites uh that we used to reference this episode uh but yeah it, it getting tethered to the xbox was obviously big for it but it was also it worked both ways right like xbox really got boosted by having halo yeah i mean 
when you have a, a good console and then you have a good game, they do generally go hand in hand and being able to sell each other pretty well. So, yeah, definitely. Like, I I mean, well. some of my earliest memories of video games, <clears throat> like I would say, are probably a lot of them are Halo based. Um, I know I had a PS One and like a Super Nintendo as a kid, so a lot I played like Duck Hunting and like Donkey Kong Country. Uh, but the first like getting that feeling of like oh I'm getting like I have to play this like it's like an addicting feeling was Halo like you gotta be playing this game that was I remember that like even I lived in a town or I grew up in a town at like for most of my life I lived in a town of like less than a thousand people and everybody was playing Halo like that's how far reaching Halo was yeah um yeah, I, 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 like I said, I, w- I was pretty late to the a lot of the video game scenes where um, most of my friends and my other family actually were the ones that had had consoles. Like I remember going over to, to my cousins and playing um, like the SNES and playing Duck Hunt, or my my friend across the street had a had had another SNES, and we would play uh, Super Mario World all the time, Paperboy. And, uh, and that was, that was what I was playing growing up. And then he got a PS2 and well, it's all downhill from there. (laughs) I think I got a, I think I got a PS1 later that year, got a PS2 the next year, and then just started consuming as many video games as I could. Yeah. So I wish I could say Halo was, was one of my earlier, uh, gaming experiences, but it's uh it's probably just the strongest not the first yeah agreed uh probably the same way with splinter cell with me like it's the strongest one for me but it was it certainly wasn't my first i think like i played you know uh sports video games like at the nhl series a lot as a kid and like i remember i played nhl 99 and stuff like that on the ps1 i can definitely recall that as a kid but um yeah, like Halo, just that lasting memory of like great, great games. Um, of course, somebody's calling me right now. I don't know what that number is, um, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, a, um, a a lasting impression for sure. And I think it's still even twenty twenty years later. I don't I don't think I played this game as soon as it came out, of course, but. Uh, certainly a uh it's still it's still anytime i can play halo i pretty much will be like oh yeah let's go <laughs> you know i mean yeah like i'm logging in at a minimum twice a week still just to play something on the mcc and nine times out of ten it's it's probably actually halo one yeah maybe not nine times out of ten but uh a good percentage of those ten times is gonna be halo one right uh, so let's, we have two, I think we've got about two other things to cover. Um, let's quickly jump into the TV series just cause it just released this week. Um, <laughs> and what did you think? Because I know you're a lot more hardcore than I, I watched it with my girlfriend. Uh, did Abby watch it with you? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. My wife uh, watch it with me. <laughs> um, uh. I'll let you go first. Let me know what's going on here. <laughs> You don't have to let well, me know what's going on, but what I'm saying is, I'll <laughs> let you say because you're you're more hardcore into this than I am. 
for sure. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I'm the token diehard Halo fan. Um, well, <clears throat> it it, it kind of depends on on whether you want me to come at it from is it a good TV show or is it a good Halo show? Okay, um, well, come at it from so, both sides. Let's do okay. that. So, so it's it's a fairly decent show. Um, it's definitely on the more mature side with just the the violence that they had, um, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was bad. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was very a, v- a very good sci-fi show that is trying to do a lot. I mean, uh, if if you take a look at at how vast the the Halo universe is, and then go, okay, we can make a show on that. It's like, okay, well, where do you start? So. Um, I, I, I liked it. Um, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. Um, but as far as coming at it from a expansive, uh, Halo knowledge catalog, um, it was incredibly frustrating to watch and to listen where, (laughs) uh, I think that they came out probably last year and they, and they said that, the show was going to follow the the silver timeline, so it wasn't going to be kind of it wasn't going to be canon to the sh- uh, to the games. It was going to do its own thing because um, they can explore more that way. And I my first reaction was, "What what are you talking about? The they, the games have their comics, they have their books, they have their their movies, their other TV shows. How how can this TV show not not reflect that?" And, uh, just, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I just sort of sat and I, and I nitpicked it for all the, the little things that, uh, that bothered me about it. Um, but there's, uh, there's probably no, no end to, to how much I could complain about it. But at the end of the day, I've also been waiting, waiting for this, uh, at a minimum, since I heard Steven Spielberg got his hands on it in I think 2011 or 2012, so okay, I'm just happy lot. to have a uh, Halo TV show. Okay, okay, um, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna ask a question, and it's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by if you're listening to this episode and you have yet to watch the Halo series and plan on doing it, I'm gonna do a big spoiler for the first episode. So uh, mute or I'll put the. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe the timestamp. <laughs> just assume I'm going to go on about this for about two minutes. So just skip ahead two minutes. <laughs> um, so anyways, five, four, three, two, one. Why did they have him take the mask off? Uh, uh, they they wrote that that they wanted to be able to explore Chief without a helmet, to which it's one of those... Okay, yeah, I can see it being tough to have a, a main character that is maskless. Um, that does make it relatively tough to to have a, a good show do it. I mean, you could argue the Mandalorian did it, um, but he did take his helmet off quite a bit by by the second season, and hell, he even did it in the first season. Um, to it, it, it's it's one of those. Uh, Another little nitpicky things that I was going with the uh, I'm not really enjoying because you didn't have to do it like that and that wasn't in the games. Um, but I I would go with probably just to to humanize him a little bit more. 
I, yeah, I assume that's where they were kind of going with it. Um, yeah, I just kind of assume that's, that's what their intention was, was like, okay, let's get a face to this guy. Uh, because I feel like maybe if people are watching it and they're picking it up, um, you know, without having previously played a game or previously experienced, um, Halo before, like, they're going to be like, well, like <laughs> this guy won't, <laughs> this guy, I've never seen this guy's face. Right. Um, there's a, I'm going to compare this to a show I really like. I don't know if you've ever watched the Orville. I've, uh, I've been meaning to, but I have not. Okay. So the Orville, uh, as, as we go along in the podcast, there's going to be too many fucking family guy references. So just be prepared for that, everybody. Um, cause we, that's pretty much the way we are. Um, uh, but I might have to get you on a couple other shows. I'm starting to drift into more, uh, more scrubs and community references now. Oh, okay. Well, no, we can do both of those. I, I've watched Scrubs once. <laughs> I'd have to go back and watch Scrubs again. Um, I, I but, just watched it, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I've watched Community so many times. Anyway, it's all good. Um, but uh, where was I going with this? Where was I going? Oh, yeah. So Seth MacFarlane, <laughs> The Orville. I almost lost my whole train of thought here. Um, he, there's, a art, there's an AI bot in the, in the show named Isaac. And he's basically there in this futuristic setting to uh, be the intelligence on the ship. The ship AI, if you will. Yeah. And uh, one episode, they actually have him go into a room, which I think is very loose. It's based off, uh, I think it's Star Trek or... I think so. Uh, but it, there's, a, there's a room on the ship that's basically like you can go in and like play make believe because you live on a ship in the middle of space. You can go in and like create simulations and they have him simulate down to his actual actor. And I thought that was an excellent thing because now you get to see who the actor is be, you know, underneath the uh, suit, basically. Um and that's what I think they were doing here with Pablo Schreiber. So, um, also, I'm gonna throw this in, and you're gonna hate me for it. But okay, guess, go ahead. but guess who was in the friggin' wire? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Pablo Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber, Nikki Spaka. All right. Anyways, that's where <laughs> he took off the basket. I was like, Nikki, like immediately. <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. Burned into my brain. Your Anyways. obligatory wire reference today. <laughs> I got to shoehorn that in somehow, right? Uh, but anyways, yeah. He was... Uh... Oh, he's a Canadian actor, too. I didn't even know that. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. okay. The last thing... So Chief, we'll... Chief is Canadian. That's Canada. Chief, yep, yep. We own him. We got him. He's just... <laughs> I think they should do a whole series where he just apologizes a lot. I think just like every yeah. time he shoots at the he's like, sorry. Hey, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Didn't mean um, to get you there. <laughs> All right. So lastly, personal connections. I think we've touched on this quite a bit, uh, but I wrote out three questions. Uh, your first thoughts of Halo, if you can recall them. Uh, this game is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I got to get my hands on 360. I hear Halo 3 is coming out. 
right? And now I'm uh, I'm weirdly on the other side where I never played Halo Three. I played two, I think I played four, five, and then I think I went back. Or no, like played the Master Chief Collection, played ODST. I played ODST before I ever played three. That's I'm uh, I'm struggling to believe you on that. I could swear that I dragged you to play three no most because three was my favorite so we were always playing three i don't know if i ever played okay maybe i'm i'm speaking maybe on the campaign here um like story-wise going through the actual trilogy i played like three really late like i played it a few years back and i do you remember me like i messaged you like all the time like what what's cortana doing (laughs) interrupting my shit (laughs) you know what now that it comes to mind that that might be the case yeah maybe yeah. you were maybe i'm the one misremembering now i had not played the full halo 3 campaign for until like probably 2017 or 2018 i think that's insane to me um so i think we covered the other one i was uh my first thoughts were like this is like this game is unreal like i think i was just, i was like 6 or 7 years old so i was just dumbfounded when I started playing this game and it was, it's also like my brother and his friends were playing it. So it was a big thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I remember, I think I remember going over to my friend's house and his older brother w- was playing it. Cause I, I remember incorrectly. It was, there was some really weird, really weird gun that was shooting like, 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 like all of the, these pink needles or something. And it just, it didn't make sense. And, Lo and behold, that was going to be my favorite game in, uh, in a couple of years. Oh, the Needler? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, first playing Halo, I think we covered that. You were probably around 2006 when you first uh, played it. I was probably yeah, very yeah, close to launch, probably 2002-ish, uh, when I started playing. Whenever I got an Xbox, I think I was seven. Well, we didn't have Halo originally. It was like the summer after like we got it at christmas and then uh summer after was when we finally got halo um and then the last one was like what does it mean to you like like i feel like we've we've covered this a bit on your end for sure it's uh well considering um how much uh at least i got teased in elementary um halo borderline became uh a personality trait for me (laughs) Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I feel like that would that would probably sum it up pretty well with with what it's meant to me, um, with with how good the the story is, um, the characters, just 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 everything. Um, I'm trying to design my own Halo tattoo right now, so ah. yeah, I feel like that also kind of gives something off. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, like, like I'm waiting hand and foot every every time they announce anything. Uh, oh, I'm getting a show. Cool. Oh, there's a new book coming out. Fantastic. There's any bit of information. Perfect. Um, so I feel like that kind of that, that that that's going to explain how how important it is to me at least. Yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, I think I think we've covered a lot of it. I think for me what Halo means to me is like it's that 
uh, it's probably that first game that really made me fall in love with video games. And uh, I would say maybe not like, so like I, the, the first second game probably I ever played, like I watched my brother play Splinter Cell. I fell in love with Splinter Cell, but I was kind of too young to like play the game. I didn't understand it. It was very intricate. Um, and then the, the next one I played was NHL. So like, I'm, you know how I am. I'm huge into hockey. Um, all that kind of stuff. But like Halo was the first game that was like a video game. I had no idea about that. I saw it was like immediately like, this is amazing. And not as, you know, not as far with it or as far as you go with it like I am. That's not a sentence. That's not how you there's speak. There's a, there's I'm, probably very few people who do as, who go as far as I do with Halo. Right, so. right. But it's like, anytime I can play that game and just like go on for an hour, if it's with you multiplayer or if it's me just like sitting around like, you know what, I'm going to play the first Halo. Um, sitting around playing campaign or, you know, you know, co-op campaign as we have now uh, with the Master Chief Collection. Like it's always an enjoyable time. It's always fun. It's always an amazing experience. Well, when you make a timeless game, I mean, like they, they, they brought it with their remaster, uh, like you said, a few years ago, but it's still like, just like, like the game just holds up. Like we both play in classics still, but the mechanics are there to, to make it a sound game. Um, it's fun. It's, it's welcoming to everyone. I mean, I would probably say that the uh, gaming community as a whole may not be the most welcoming place, but uh, you find some good friends. <laughs> I feel like and, that's any and, gaming community now, though. Yeah. 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 Be so, better gaming right. community. Come on. <laughs> be nice to yeah. each other. We're all just trying to do the same shit here. I'm looking at you, Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting too old to be able to play games anymore. Um, I realize that, uh, that I'm not going to be able to start into big 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 games like elden ring anymore and it's like oh, i don't have time and also my reflexes are dropping down so but halo we always have time for halo i always have time for halo well all right i think that's probably where we'll wrap for this one we will of course uh we're gonna come back to halo a bunch of times i think when we do this if um, i have anything to say about it yeah absolutely um we're yeah i think we're gonna we're obviously gonna do halo 2 where i'm sure we'll cover the master chief collection as a whole um the newer games all that kind of stuff we will uh we're gonna bounce back and forth between a lot of stuff we want to talk about some games with this podcast just as a wrap here uh we want to talk about some stuff that you know isn't as well known either like uh i think we talked about before we started um even knowing like that we were recording this today, we talked about like spec ops and uh, some other games that are like not as well known, but we'll probably cover because they're unique. Well, important to us. Yeah. Important to us. Uh, important. Yeah. Important games, really the games that we think people should experience at least once um, as of course, not everything's going to be for everybody. That's not what uh, the point of the podcast is here, but uh, we definitely want to cover some other stuff that isn't as well known as Halo per se, but we're going to cover a lot of stuff, I think, on this podcast in the in the very near future, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about some games. 
oh, I'm yeah. down to, to dip into Halo and, and Spec Ops and find some other more niche games that only a couple of us have, have seemingly played. Yeah, I don't know if I've met anybody else who's ever played Spec Ops. <laughs> uh, no, that was pretty much just me feeding into that group of people that were like, what the hell did you give me? This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, the initial reactions to Spec Ops were, were that it was terrible, but that is definitely for another episode. So I think we'll wrap here. Uh, let's say thank you for listening and uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode and we will probably have some social media or something that you can go and subscribe or follow uh, to here in the very near future. And we will uh, post that. I'll post that on Twitter. I don't think Ryland, you're on Twitter. I think that's just, me, no, right? I'm no. I was, you have an Instagram. Was, we'll plug some stuff. Uh, I do. Okay. Yeah, go well, ahead and plug your Instagram. Uh, it's just, uh, just my name, Rylan Nisbet, uh, on Instagram. I think actually, I should probably double check that. Uh, I'm also on ArtStation. Um, I'm a bit of a, a graphic designer uh, for video games, so that is kind of where where my stuff lies. Um, yeah, Rylan uh, Nisbet uh, on Instagram at JTF underscore Raptor. Um, it's pretty much just a bunch of travel photos and. And, and going to the movies, uh, I do post a little bit of art here and there, but uh, not as much as lately. But we're looking to get back into it. So, all right, I and uh, we'll we'll put all the links into the description as well. So if you guys want to follow us, uh, you can do that as well. Just in case you didn't hear our usernames or or want to come back to it later, uh, I'm at or I'm on Twitter at Lush. That is a confusing as hell username to spell out for you. It will be in the description. I also have a YouTube channel, After the Storm. Uh, a lot of hockey coverage. Also old hockey video games covered on the channel as well. Um, and Instagram is the same as my Twitter. It'll all be in the description. And the links to not only the Wikipedia page, the fan wiki page, and the... Um, E3 trailer, the Sergeant Johnson original Xbox or official Xbox magazine demo trailer will also be in there just as things we have referenced and talked about in this episode. Uh, and that, I think, does it. I think that does it for Perfect. episode number one um, in the books. We will be back good. with think, episode two in the near future, I think. You got it. <laughs>